Let's get real. Being a boudoir photographer is a lifestyle. Everything that we do or feel in our business inadvertently melts into our personal lives. Hi, I'm Bethany. I'm a boudoir photography coach that helps other boudoir photographers thrive and bring clarity to their work, life, and everything in between. I share about the insane highs and crashing lows of having a boudoir photography business and in life. It's like joining your bestie for a cup of your favorite matcha almond milk latte and talking all things this boudoir photographer life has to offer. Holy moly, I've never done this before, but here we go. I would love to invite you to my free two-day workshop, The Four Steps to a Six-Figure Boudoir Photography Business Without Burning Yourself Out. In this two-day workshop, you'll discover how I created and grew my boudoir photography business. And on day one, this is what we're going to cover. How to find your dream client, the process that I use to create a jaw-dropping portfolio, and pricing for profit. Then on day two, I'll talk about how to create a website that will make your boudoir clients swoon and bring in six figures, and also rinse and repeat marketing strategies that will keep you booked months in advance. So here are the details. The workshop will take place online on Tuesday, December 5th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Wednesday, December 6th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join, follow the link that says register for two-day workshop in the show notes to register. I cannot wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to another episode of this Boudoir Photographer Life podcast. I have on Jess. I have Nikki. I have Lorena, my three hair and makeup artists that I use over and over and over again. If one of them isn't available, then I'm like, hey, are you guys free? Are you guys? So I jump around between the three a lot, but I'm going to, I know there's like, I want to like demystify this for you photographers out there that are listening because I feel like there's a lot of hurdles when it comes to hiring or even finding your ideal hair and makeup artist. So what we're going to do is just have like a discussion panel I'm going to uh, relate your questions and then each one of them are going to answer them one at a time. So uh, thank you so much for coming on guys and making time for me. This is so great that I have all three of you here. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so let's just dive into the questions. So um, this coming from another photographer, coming from ugh, coming from a photographer she wants to know what questions she should ask potential hair and makeup artists when it comes to hiring them on for her boudoir sessions who wants to go first I can go okay um I think it's important um there's makeup artists that work all in different places in the industry and not all makeup artists um, are trained for cameras and video um, and photography. They're more of like everyday type makeup and it doesn't translate the same. So it's really good to have an artist that is trained in production, photography and video so that the makeup is translating correctly to the picture and you're, you know, you're getting your money for it. 
also, I'll go next <laughs> to, to, to add to what Jessica just said. Um, I think clear communication regarding timing is good too. Um, as a boudoir um, photographer, you're not gonna want your makeup artist to take two hours. So, so you probably wanna um, make sure you ask that question, kind of discuss your expectation as to timing, um, things of that nature. That's my input. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Maybe ask them um, what type of makeup um, looks they're like um, usually like do so it can tie up with the photography style that they want to do that day. Yeah, because most makeup artists are versatile. We can do two hour makeup or 30 minute makeup. You just have to be clear with us what you need. And I think that will also play into another question that we have later on too. And I'm so glad that you brought that up, Nikki, about it being like, like bringing the timing aspect in because I have a student right now that's like, oh, my hair and makeup artist takes two hours. And it's like, what is happening over there? What is going on? Are we doing like contouring? Are we doing like, um, like uh, theatrical, not theatrical, but the like special effects makeup? Like what <laughs> are we trying to execute here? So, and that is something that isn't really talked about a whole lot when it comes to photographers and their makeup artists. It seems like sometimes the photographers just feel like they are at the mercy of the timing of, which they are, um, at the timing of how a hair and makeup gets executed. And so it's like, well, if you just communicated with them a little bit more about exactly what you were looking for, then you could just get rid of that like huge time suck that you weren't even looking for to begin with. So next question. Um, let's see, how do I find out if my hair, if I, let me reword this because I feel like the way this question came in, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. So um, how do I find out if my hair and makeup artist is coachable to work with me for the look that I'm going for in my photos. So like, what kind of things should she say? Um, she's not a hair, obviously she's not a hair and makeup artist. So I guess, yeah, the question stands alone. I'm <laughs> just chatty today. What should she say? Do what? What so she wants to know if her, if it, like, how does she, how does she find out if hair and makeup artists are coached to work with her for the look that she's going for in her photos? Just like expressing her communication. Who wants to go first? I can go first. <laughs> so I guess if they can um, look at their portfolio, that's one thing. And um, again, with communication, when you um, talk to them first, um, lay out the, the plan for the look, and you'll know if you know you can get that vibe that you can like work together. Love it. I think a good way to do that, I think a good way to do that is to um, set that meeting in the beginning where you kind of meet up together at, 
a coffee house or what have you <clears throat> and just get that vibe. You can kind of tell whether a person is going to be coachable or if they're going to be more my way or the highway. So establishing that um, first meeting in a um, public forum would be a good thing to do to just chat, ask questions, um, get to know them a little bit better, what kind of work they've done, your expectations, et cetera. You'll be able to pretty much find out pretty quickly if you'll be able to vibe with them. Yeah, vibing is so important. <laughs> Absolutely. But portfolio is probably the biggest, the biggest one. Do they have mature clients, um, different skin tones, you know, different looks? And then also one of my big ones, I'm sorry, <laughs> to go with um, Jessica and Lorena is with the portfolio to make sure that they actually have a website versus just having social media pictures up. I think having a website is really what kind of seals the deal as to whether this person is serious about what they are doing. I yeah. love how you just said that because that is something that I see a lot of my students kind of like pushing me up against me with because it's like, well, I have an Instagram, I have a Facebook page, I have a favorite, favorite, blah, a private Facebook group. Why do I need a website? And it's like, well, honey, you're on rented land and um, you need to have your little square in the internet, your little square, your little spot in the internet where it like is the home, the hub for your business. And that's just not for clients. And now it's for hair and makeup artists as well. So thank you for making that point. All right, I'm gonna go into the next question. So when someone like, if they're like, hey, I found this uh, hair and makeup artist online, like maybe on Instagram or, social, or uh, Facebook, maybe TikTok and they're like local to you. If they are, uh, if they reach out to you, how do you prefer to be contacted? Like I'm talking about like the initial, like, Hey, this is what I do. This is what I'm looking for. Can we meet up or whatever? How do you prefer to be contacted either via text, DM, an email? I know how everyone feels about phone calls. <laughs> so what is your preferred method of contact? I personally prefer email and the reason why is I'm able to keep track of what was said, what we agreed upon and all of that. I don't, I don't love DM because of the simple fact that that can disappear. <laughs> it could possibly disappear. Um, text messaging, I prefer email. I think email is the more professional route to go. Yeah, I do them all, but email definitely is king um, for the reason that you have receipts for your conversation to refer back to. And we're, we deal with so many people every day. It's nice to have all of our things in one spot. We're more likely to get back to you in a timely manner. We might forget about you if you're on a DM. <laughs> Just to be real. <laughs> Same with me. <laughs> and I think it's easier to attach... Um, any like, you know, contract attachment through email. Absolutely. Awesome, 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 awesome. Okay, next question. What do 
you need photographers to know in order to prepare their clients to work with you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that goes into like what kind of makeup look you're wanting. Like if we only have 15 minutes, sometimes we have people come with their foundation and their makeup done already and we just go in and make it camera ready. Um, but it's important to have their skin prepped and their makeup removed from the night before if needed. Um, to have a the right clothing on. You don't want to wear, you know, a white shirt all the way up to your neck. Um, things like that. One thing that would be great for them to understand is, <clears throat> you know, if they sit still and not so much stare at their cell phone the whole time that we're working with them, the whole experience can go a lot quicker and the end result will be a lot better. So just cooperation on that level would be great. Um, just to communicate, you know, you know, the makeup artist will have some instructions for you and just kind of pay attention to what's going on and can get to the shoot quicker. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with Nikki and Jessica, yes. Be on time. Absolutely. You know, we can talk, but it definitely helps your makeup look better if you're still a soft And come with a clean face. Yes. Moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get that, Jess. And exfoliate the night before. Yes. Yes, exfoliate. You're saying they should have some kind of preparation guide and like specifically for their clients? Yes, that would be great. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That would eliminate a lot of miscommunication and timing issues. A lot of timing issues happen just because of miscommunication. Mm, I see. Um, I didn't know that you guys had issues with people on their phone when they're trying to do makeup. <laughs> you would think that like, oh, I should put my phone down. Um, she needs to see my face, but I, I mean, you would think <laughs> it's wild working with people. It's just wild. Nikki and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> And sometimes, sometimes I will give them, you know, people are not used to getting their makeup done usually on a regular basis. So mm -hmm. they may not know what to do. And a lot of times when people are uncomfortable or nervous, what do they do? They pull out their phone and they kind of look at it, but we have to gently let them know this is going to hinder the progress of the makeup application. So it's just, it's just all boils down to clear communication. And it's nice to have some good music playing that kind of eliminates the need to feel like you need to talk to fill the silence and just so everyone can relax and vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. What would you like photographers to know in general, in general, what? In general <laughs> about working with a hair and makeup artist. Um, I know they don't want us to take two hours, but do respect the craft and let us let us be happy with the work too. And don't 
make us feel super rushed if we're not taking an unreasonable amount of time. Because we want to like the finished product as well and be proud of it. Absolutely. Does anyone else have anything to add to that? I don't think most mm -hmm. photographers nice do. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, I feel like, I guess it's nice to like, you know, um, know like the place, if, if we have like a space, like a table to like work on set, if there's like a light, you know, and the price, so everything's like clear. And then, and of course, what Jessica said, the time. So, you know, there's no like confusion on the day. Yeah, we like to do makeup next to a window. Natural light is always better. Mm -hmm. That makes it faster too. And everything that they just said. <laughs> Did they already cover it for you? everything that they just said. And also, um, if the photographer can sense things kind of going awry, you know, they can kind of go and get in there and kind of make things better. You know what I mean? Okay. They really lead the conversation. Sometimes yeah. we get uh, function with words and our art at the same time. So. <laughs> it's nice to have the, the team come in and help. All right, cool. Uh, what would you suggest photographer, would you, let me reformat this question. Would you suggest photographers have multiple hair and makeup artists in case you're not available and why? Absolutely, for the reason that you just stated. <laughs> because, because we, um, it seems like everybody always wants the same thing on the same day at the same time. <laughs> so, um, a lot of times, you know, we do different, um, different types of makeup. We work commercially, um, production shoots, and sometimes we may be booked for an entire week. And that way you'll always have somebody as a backup that you've worked with and that you trust and knows your expectation. Um, I think having more than one is absolutely key because we can't always commit to you, we, we, we go on vacation too. So <laughs> um, it, it would definitely be in the best interest of a photographer to have a good three, three people, three to four people that they rotate around depending on their availability, especially if they're a makeup artist that tends to be busier. And I'm so grateful for the three of you because when you guys, it was like all at one, like I think it was around this time last year or no, not, not this time. It was in January through like February. It was like, Jess was out. Nikki was out. Lorena's in Japan. And then I was like, Hey, do you guys know? <laughs> Help me. <laughs> do you know? Any and so there's like two other hair and makeup artists that I have in my back pocket because of the connections that I've made with all three of you. And you, you guys have always supported me and made sure that like someone else, you're just like, I think I texted Jess once and you're like, I can't do it, but here's the number of someone that says she's, she's available that day. And she knows exactly what it is. Yeah. Those clients we want to retain and we like you and we, we don't want to do you wrong. We want to come back and work with you again. But in the meantime, here's another great person that's an equal or similar replacement. 
It's great. I just love that. And I just feel so cared for. It makes, it makes me feel so loved because it's like, <laughs> I know that I can book a shoot um, Monday through Friday and I'll be taken care of because at least one person out of the five are available. And I love that you guys come at this from more of a community over competition because that's oh, yeah. just like being in the hair world myself, like 10 years ago, I was in it for like maybe a year or two. And I was like <laughs> in the salon and it was like, I don't know. No, this is too. Salons are like a little bit different though. I feel like they're a little bit more of a cutthroat environment. Agreed. Um, yeah, what you guys do is something really special and you can create your own community. You don't have to be in the same salon to have these connections. So, um, which is really cool. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All that to well, thank you. You're welcome. What did you say, Jess? Our businesses wouldn't work either without each other. Like we have to have each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They're my makeup family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next question. In a typical boudoir photography session, what type of makeup are you doing? I usually do very natural. Kind of like, and I ask them what they're comfortable with if they want to do a little bit of bold lips or bold eyes, but usually I lean on natural look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you okay. can still be pop and lip. You know, it's all about that. <laughs> Same, exact, just more natural. Um, every once in a while, you get somebody who wants to get a little vampy, but for the most part, natural. Great. And then this is a topic that comes up a lot. What is the regular, well, I guess I should say, what's an average price range for hair and makeup artists? Does it depend on your location? Does it depend on like, I'm, I know it has to deal with like how, like your expertise and everything, but is it the same across the board? What can people expect to pay? Um, as like a cost of service for if they want to have hair and makeup for their clients? <clears throat> for me personally, <clears throat> considering, um, of course, years of uh, in the industry and training and products and this that, and the other, I for, me, for hair and makeup, my range is more like 225 to 250. However, I think um, others, not, not this group, but others probably price just according to experience and things of that nature. Um, but that's my price range. That yeah, I think that's probably good. I mean, some are maybe a little more or a little below, but it, and how often do you use this, where you're located? and what you're asking plays into all that. Yeah, I agree with Jessica and Nikki. Cool. Thank you for that. I know money is like a difficult question to ask, but <laughs> um, it's 
that's like a huge hurdle for photographers when it, they're like, but I don't have money for this. And it's like, well, how much yeah. are you charging for your retainer fee again? Like you make, you make the money, <laughs> like the people give you the money to do it. So you just need to figure out who you like to work with and go from there, how much they are. And then price that way. Um, Oh, this is the, how long does it usually take? And I know we touched on this a little bit, but I was hoping we could do a little bit of a deeper dive as far as like, what kind of different, how many different looks you offer? Can you do multiple looks within a, one session? Like, what does that look like as far as timing goes? Uh, if you want us to stay on site, it's usually about what two to two and a half hours from start to make up to the end of the shoot. You want us to like change the lip color once or something. Smoke up the eyes a little bit more after the first look. We're usually okay doing that. Hi, Max. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you, kitty cat. Yes, he's having a fit. But um, <clears throat> what Jessica said, like um, in the instance, usually with you, we're probably there for about an hour for mm -hmm. hair and makeup because um, you're doing black and white. So we're not doing anything. We're just doing more of that natural look, natural hair, just giving more of a polished look. Um, but it can range from about an hour to an hour and a half, just depending. Hour and a half would be a, probably a person that's giving you a hard time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, let's just, let's say an hour. Okay. Cause like usually when I work with you guys, I just like, I just hang out with you and the client. Like it's a salon atmosphere. And I'm like, what time is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, which is important like to have a makeup artist they can be chatty but they have to be very time oriented and stay on track because it can be 3 p.m very fast and then the shoot was supposed to be over and you haven't started <laughs> i can see yeah, agree i can see that yeah i agree i say um 30 minutes for natural um makeup and 30 minutes for natural hair five ten minutes to set and to like pack up okay I think that's all the questions I have for you. Do you have anything that you, the three of you want to add? No, just thank you. For, I was just going to say thank you for having us on here and just kind of getting our perspective on um, things that could um, improve services and things that make things easier for us and um, just having a better relationship with the photographers that we're working with. Absolutely. I wanted to provide you guys with the platform. Oh, Jess has something that she wants to say. One lovely thing. If we could like, in this industry, we get booked a lot, but the very last minute. And just the sooner we can know, the better. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. Um, where can we all find you and check out your work? Jess, you go first. Um, you can find me at jmariemakeup.com. Um, that's where I am. You can find me at Nikki Brown Makeup. 
nikki.com and it's n-i-k-k-i brownmakeup.com and lorena lorena summers makeup on social medias awesome well thank you again for coming on here today guys i really appreciate it thank you So I just happened to think of another question. Thanks to Jessica. Why would you want to hire a hair and makeup artist for your clients? Um, even if you're hesitant, thinking you don't need the makeup aspect of a hair and makeup artist, we're also really good for the, the client who's definitely not used to sitting in front of the camera, who's nervous. They come in, they sit down, and they can take a beat, you know, relax take some breaths and the makeup artist is a good distraction from what's about to happen and they can be much more relaxed and cooperative and for your shoot their heart rate goes down they're, they're way more ready to perform calms their nervous system usually they come in flustered you know they just need a, a minute to calm down <laughs> that's that's a good point Yes, and after the hair and makeup, they're be more confident not to face the camera. Yeah, it's it seems like I know <laughs> with one particular client. I think you were working with me on this one, Nikki, where she was talking about how she was on her way to the shoot and she was crying because she was so nervous, and her mom mm -hmm. came with her, and then she sat down in the chair and was just like, Ugh. like she was just like releasing all this like internal stress and it's like he's like are you okay is everything <laughs> yes oh. but that was like one of the things that was like, okay yeah I know that this is something that I just want to keep having <laughs> as a part of my service because it really it's true what you say Jess it really helps calm them down and gets them out of their head whatever is going on before yeah. the mm -hmm. therapeutic yes yeah. Cool. Okay, any last minute things? I know what this is a last minute thing, but <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to Boudoir Business Education. If you like what you hear, please rate us wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to share your win of the week, follow the link in the show notes to record your message for a chance to be featured on the podcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, Baby Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power. <laughs>